Chance Mannix from Sports Illustrated. I've been really impressed with NBA players and WNBA stars as well. From the words that they put out there on their various social media platforms to the actions we've seen from a retired player like Steven Jackson. Carl Anthony Towns, his mother passed away just weeks ago from coronavirus. He's out there marching. Jalen Brown driving to Atlanta 15 hours. You had Dennis Smith Jr. in Fayetteville, Tobias Harris in Philadelphia. It really has been impressive to see these young men and women really being leaders on this issue, taking on this role and really being role models for the future. David Locke is with us. How much value is there in eight games being played that are essentially regular season games before the playoffs actually begin? What's the upside of having those games played? Well, I think several hundred million dollars was the first one. (laughs) Uh, And then I think the other value is you hopefully get a more representative champion at the end of it, particularly in the sense that if you just came out and played the playoffs and the team's a little rusty and not quite ready to go right out of the chute, you know, Milwaukee's down 3-1 to Orlando and all of a sudden they don't get out of the first round because they weren't quite ready to go. I think that would be a pretty big bummer. Fuller is such a classic rock guy. Been to a Doobie Brothers concert with Fuller and you for that matter and PK. Afterward, this woman comes running over to get PK's autograph and Bowler and I are standing there looking at each other like and PK is just beaming. Basically your point of this story was how could somebody possibly recognize PK oh, and not, not recognize you and Bowler? Oh, that's not true, man. Bowler and I are standing right there in shock. I said we were looking at each other. And thinking? PK's a star. Uh, it's not. <laughs> why wouldn't I it's think why that? are you talking to this guy when the great Gordon Monson <laughs> is standing right here? I'm Gordon Monson. From Basketball Insider, Steve Kyler. How many teams do you think will truly contend for the title when we resume? Travel won't be a factor. Home court won't be a factor. The crowd isn't going to be a factor. It's just going to be about players. And then you think about everybody's got a chance to get right. So I think it's more than just certainly the Lakers, Clippers, and Milwaukee Bucks. I think I'm ready to widen it when you look at what Boston can be, what Philadelphia could be, what Toronto was starting to look like before injuries hit them. I think this bodes well for Portland. They're a really good team that had a lot of injuries. Now they're going to be healthy. There's going to be a team that's in this lower tier that's going to be a Cinderella a little bit longer than we think. Sam Amick from The Athletic. Sam, are you excited? The NBA, it's coming back. We've got a plan. They say they have a plan. I don't think I'm excited. Maybe I'll get there. I'm nervous. I think there's a lot of reasons to be nervous. On the one hand, I don't want to lie and, and not admit that last night when I wrote a story that was about basketball for the first time in quite a while, I enjoyed it. But then once I got to the end of the column, it just kind of came crashing back down on me again that it's just, you know, these are different times. So I just, I hope that uh, if they do get to a point where they're going to pull this off, that it's safe and people stay healthy and it doesn't end badly here. Bowler is with us. What are your thoughts on bringing back 22 teams and doing some sort of play-in scenario for the playoff? Well, you'll never appease everyone. I can understand the teams are on the cusp of that eight spot wanting a shot at it, just like the Jazz would want a shot to climb up the ladder in the West. I love basketball. I want to call games. I want to play. But also, we have to be smart. I can't even imagine the Herculean task of trying to put a league back together under the circumstances that we've been through. This is a financial decision as well with the networks. I have no idea if we'll be involved. I would love to be, but major networks will most likely call the shots because of the money they've invested in this league. I'll wait and see and find out with you. Best Sports Radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This 
is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott with you broadcasting live from the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Stop by and see us meet the world famous Johnny Lightfoot. You can get his autograph uh, instead of uh, our boy Gordon. Uh, Austin Horton from our Vivint Smart Home Arena studios and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson is the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing fine, Gordon. It was a, a nice drive down here to Orem. It's a pleasure to be in Utah County. And as you know, whenever we broadcast from the warehouse, uh, I'm I'm sitting on something that is very, very comfortable. Yeah, well, I don't hope it's not so comfortable that you just sort of settle into a Friday afternoon fog and maybe not off. You and me both, brother. You and me both. Let's all do my best to stay alert. And uh, I, I'm excited. I, I, gotta say, to, uh-huh. I gotta say that that's one of life's great pleasures, isn't it? Sitting back in a comfortable chair and just falling asleep. It is. It is kind of the. It's the dream, right? I mean, that's how we all uh, picture um, euphoria on a on a luxurious <laughs> piece of furniture with a you know a cold beverage and a good book, and uh, just maybe nod off if you if you want to. You got nowhere to go. You know? So you're saying essentially that not that uh, Tom can uh, provide a little bit of heaven. Well, that's a high bar, Gordon, but uh, we strive here at the warehouse to uh, <laughs> meet those high standards. Yeah, well, as it should be. I'm telling you, just about the time I start to feel good about the NBA season restarting, and we'll get into that on the list, but then I see that uh, another record broken in Utah today for the most amount of cases of uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, breaking out again. Man, this, this, this is a stubborn one, isn't it? Yeah, we uh, we seem to have hit a bit of an uptake or uptick, not uptake, uptick over the past uh, week or so. And you know, I, I Gordon, we're going to have to approach this this thing strategically, if I could yeah. speak a, a, a sentence. Um, I, I think that that we're going to have to continue to do uh, to do that to you know keep others in mind and and be careful. I thought uh, Andy Larson, who of course covers the Jazz for the Trib who has been covering stats for the coronavirus pandemic. I thought he wrote uh, a really great piece. I think it was over the, uh, let's see, it was a couple of days ago, the three C's and kind of the the strategic approach that Japan has taken. I, I thought that was really useful information. And, you know, an uptick of, uh, of cases needs to be a reminder. We all have to be smart during this thing. We've got to be smart. Yeah. 400 was a 439 new cases to the reported today. I mean, come on. That is, 
That is, it's, it, it's stubborn. It's scary. So everybody be careful out there. Everybody wear a mask. Everybody keep your distance. But that does not mean, Gordon, that we can't play basketball responsibly. I still believe that. 100 uh-huh. percent i think this thing can be pulled off well I certainly hope so uh it uh will give everybody a bit of a boost especially if it's played in that uh, safety bubble down there of which you were mentioning and uh yeah I, I i'm i'm ready to to watch some competitive basketball although it'll take a while for the teams to ramp up to that all right, coming up on the show today, we're going to get to Gordon's list here in a moment. Uh, any any teas, or do you have a feeling about this week's list? It's good. Uh, it's, it's good this time. Yeah, it's oh, a good one. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. A good list coming up here shortly. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Howard Beck at the top of the four o'clock hour. Those look good, Jay. Those look those look very good. Uh, all right, Chris, the Krispy Kremes have arrived, Gordon. I'm just saying. Oh, good. Make sure you get a few of those. Yeah, right. Uh, No doubt. Howard Beck at the top of the four o'clock hour. And then at the top of the five o'clock hour, Jeremiah Jensen of Channel 5 fame is going to drop by the show. And we'll talk to Jeremiah, get his feelings about uh, what's going on in the world, the return of the NBA, the possibility of a return in college football. Lots to talk to Jeremiah about at five o'clock. Drop on by and see us 86 East University Parkway here at the warehouse, of course. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. We'll talk to Tom throughout the show, but right now it is time, as we do every Friday, for Gordon's List. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. I just looked up favorite Turkish foods, and there's something called Montage. How do you say this? Baklava? All right. You want me to tell the absolute truth? The absolute 100% truth. It was me who poisoned the pizza. Burrick? What's really good is that cube cheddar yeah. cheese. Metza? Doma? If I had put down $10 billion, I only would have had five left. Turkish delight? I don't know what that is. I never shacked up a juice, dude. She taught me the game of Polo. Sexy. Gordon's List brought to you every uh, week by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Gordo, where should we go first? Let's go to the NBA. The NBA season, as we mentioned, will go on now. Uh, Upon further reflection as far as what this means, Jake, do you have any lingering overall points of view? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I'm really impressed at how the NBA has handled most of this in, in general with everybody pulling in the same direction. It seems like they have prioritized the right things. I don't think they've rushed it by any means. In fact, I think they're drawing some criticism uh, for not doing it sooner. Uh, but I think in these circumstances, we'd all prefer, you know, safety to recklessness uh, if it can be done. And I think it can. I think, um, I, I'm coming away feeling better about the overall health of the NBA. I've, I've got to admit, Gordon. So um, I, I'm not sure. Do you want to dive into some of the specifics? I, I, I think the format in which they're returning is simple, which I think, it, you know, simplicity in this circumstance is probably a good thing uh, because it gets the most people on board. I think that's a positive. And um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot of criticisms thus far, and we're all kind of 
feeling our way through this thing, and it seems like the NBA has felt as well as anyone else out there. Yeah, the more I look at it, the, the better I feel about it. I mean, I, I really think it's, it's, it's good. It's good enough. The way they've uh, handled this whole thing and the way they're moving forward with it. And if you want to get specific to basketball, I started. Now, this maybe this is an indication that I that I have sort of checked that box and I'm moving in a more positive direction as it pertains to this particular thing. But uh, I started thinking about expectations for the Jazz, and is there any freaking way they can advance? through the Western Conference playoffs. First of all, can they put themselves in an advantageous position for playoff basketball? We talked yesterday that Oklahoma City is a game uh, game back, and then you've got uh, Dallas and Houston behind that, and up in front of them you got Denver, who's a game and a half ahead of them, and then uh, the Clippers, who are, what, three games ahead. So I wonder with the eight-game schedule, the remaining games, whether they can get to number three. Um, I, I don't know the answer to that. But once the playoffs began, Jake, we started this season out with these high expectations for the Jazz. We didn't think that they were going to win a, a, an NBA championship this year, even though Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell weren't too shy about talking about that being their goal. But can they make it to the Western Conference Finals? Can they make it that far without Boyan Bogdanovic? Wow, that was that was a lot to dig into there, Gordon. Uh, let me think of, of where to start here. I think the Jazz mentality is going to be go out and play hard every game and let the chips fall where they may. That's that's just kind of the culture, I think, of, of the Jazz, and that's going to be what they're going to do. Now, if it were, were me, I'd look at it and say, out of my realistic opponents – in the playoffs, in the first round, who do I want to face and what can I do to make that happen? Maybe, uh, you know, somebody plays a few, uh, a little, uh, some fewer minutes if it meant uh, not winning a game I didn't uh, necessarily want to win. Wink, wink. <laughs> because home court no longer matters, Gordon. We're, we're, we're talking neutral site. The home court advantage is. Out the window. It is a best of seven series. Uh, may the best man win. So it no longer, I mean, you say play your way up to three. I mean, what difference does that really make? The Jazz, yeah, and it may the, put the you only in a position can, to have to play the Rockets. And nobody wants exactly. to see the Jazz play nobody the Rockets Nobody wants to again. see that. So there might actually be scenarios where it's better to lose, which is which is what's crazy about this thing. But but here's, I mean, when you want to talk about their chances of, of making a run to the conference finals, here's why it's difficult. Because Dallas is a sleeping giant. So how do they come back? Because they either have the potential to be, okay, we're looking at a growing team, or the uh, potential to be a really tough out. We know the Rockets, and we know the experiment they're going through. We're very familiar with, with their story. The Thunder, where they're a little bit under-talented, but they've got, they're, re- they're tough, and they're led by a tough veteran leader. And then you've got Denver, who's extremely talented. So, you know, the hard part about the West is all those little things that can give you an advantage are out the window. And basically, seven out of eight teams are, are really good. And Memphis, you know, they're, they're going to be really good in a couple of years. And we can talk about Portland if they can make a run or whatever. But basically, those seven teams... Uh, Gordon are awesome. It's going to be tough sledding to get to the, yeah, the Western Conference Finals without Bogdanovich. 
You mentioned Portland uh, with Nurkic coming back. At least that's what it seems. You know, that team suddenly becomes a whole lot more difficult. So, yeah. Uh, hmm. As you go through those teams in the West, it's no fun, man. No. no There's but no I, easy I, way. I'd pick the, you know, out of the realistic opponents in the first round, we're talking Denver, OKC, Houston, Dallas, right? Probably some mix of those teams, unless, like you say, Portland really, really, really goes on a run. You know, which of those groups, uh, which uh, which of those teams do you match up against the best? Yeah, yeah. And there's mm-hmm. not really a good answer, to be honest. Yeah, as as you look at it, you're right. Uh, all right, Jake. Then, in the name of positivity, then in the name of optimism. What is the best reason to, to believe that the Jazz can be successful in the postseason? What is the best reason? Because Mike Conley, throughout his storied career, has been a terrific basketball player and teammate. And so for, for some reason, and we've talked about it a lot on this show, for some reason the transition to Jazz basketball was not seamless. And I think injuries are a part of that, and we can we can nitpick it to death. But I it has not worked yet. So if he plays like he's played at the height of his career, and that fits what the Jazz are doing with Donovan and Rudy, and all of a sudden really starts to click, those three individuals, Gordon, are really, really good basketball players. Yes. They are. And if it works then it's got a lot of potential. And if it doesn't work, it's going to be tough sledding. They're a well-coached team, and they're certainly going to win some games. But it's going to be hard unless those three work together like we envisioned it in the first place. And to your point yesterday, on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Okay, now the best reason for dissent. Bogdanovich was an extraordinarily (laughs) productive player who the Jazz leaned on a lot. Uh, offensively, and uh, as Locke told us the other day, uh, played nearly every minute with Rudy Gobert. So they uh, strategically planned for his shortcomings. shortcomings. So, you know, they're going to have to adjust what they were doing big time on both sides of the ball. And he was he was scoring 20 a game, Gordon. He was an extremely productive uh, offensive player, and you've got to get that production from somewhere. So that's yeah. that that's the downside. Got to find the production. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Bogdanovich was the liability at that defensive end. So we'll we'll, we'll see how that we'll see how it plays out. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how the Jazz will come together. All right, Jake, has everyone has darn near everyone in in light of the apology by Drew Brees come to the, understand that the Kaepernick kneeling during the anthem wasn't about disrespecting the flag. It was about social injustice. Has everyone, has darn near everyone, I know you always got somebody out there, some conservative talk show host or somebody somewhere who will never come around to it, but has have most people in America come to the realization that what Cap was doing was about social injustice? Do I think everybody has come around to that realization? No, I don't. Um, I I would hope that we could at least all get on board with his uh, American right to do that. 
and maybe move the the discussion from there. I mean, he's making a statement about something and trying to bring uh, attention to something he believes in by uh, by doing that, something that is out of the norm. So I I I think it is unrealistic to to have everybody come to accept what you just said. So if I may set the bar a, a little bit lower, I would hope that uh, everybody could at least come around to him having the right to say it. Well, I will admit that it took me a while to get there in the beginning. You know, I had questions about it. I wondered about it. And But as time has gone by, it has become clear to me that it is not about disrespecting the flag or the anthem of the country. It was about fixing what's broken in this country. Yeah, he was doing it for a reason, and not enough people paid attention to the reason. Uh, one other thing, Cap. Go out and vote. Yep. Go out and vote, Cap. Come on. You said you didn't? Yep. Yeah, that's been a problem to. for you. Yeah, it, it, it has been. And sometimes we need to, to dig a little bit deeper in our struggle to communicate. Uh, Gordon, I, I really do. And Kaepernick certainly is, is an example uh, of that. A lot of folks got lost in the action and didn't consider the meaning. And I'm not... I guess I'm not really trying to tell people how to think other than that's the point of nonviolent demonstration is to compu- to communicate a message. So why don't we, you know, not get lost in the action and and at least understand and listen to the message. But that's that's, you know, my opinion. Well, I'm happy to hear it. I, I, here's another question, a more important question. Will substantive progress be made finally? with stomping out racism in this country. Has it gotten to the point now, this this has been a huge topic around the country, around the world. So um, in, in light of that, now I'm not talking about solving the problem or stomping it out completely. I'm talking about have we made progress over the events, uh, the reaction to the tragic uh, death of George Floyd and others. Have we are we edging in the right direction here? Um, my my short answer to that extraordinarily complicated question is progress. Yes, because I think more people are talking about it and paying attention to it. I don't think that this is an issue uh, that is fixed overnight or simply is going to go away tomorrow. And I think that's a that I I don't think we can look at it that way because I think it's something that's going to be fixed generationally. Yeah. But I will say to tell you something that uh, that gave me encouragement today, that uh, in the state of Utah, there's already legislation uh, being uh, developed to address some of the some of these issues. So, um, you know, we'll see. There, there's a long way between developing legislation and and actual change. But I mean, right. I certainly would file that under the the category of progress. I, I was pleased to see that news today. So. Uh, I, I guess, Gordon, there's no simple way to define the question that you're asking, but that's kind of how I'm processing it. Well, we all can hope for it. We all can work toward it and uh, do whatever we can to, to, to make sure progress continues to be made. This isn't going to be, like you said, an easy fix where you just snap your fingers and then suddenly everyone's thinking a different way and acting a different way. But maybe we can shove this thing forward so that people will finally realize that uh, that treating people differently because of the color of their skin can finally can finally in each individual's mind get 
eradicated. And I'm not a thought control guy, but, I mean, when it comes to the way people are treated, something has to change, continue to change, or change in a positive way. That, that's, that's my hope. And I wonder if sports plays a role in that, Jake. I mean, we've all heard the stories. Uh, I've talked with guys, uh, African-Americans, who say that they are, you know, they get all the praise, they get all this, they're treated differently on game day. And when they wear their their college gear or their pro gear out and about, then people treat them differently and treat them with respect. But if they're just out walking around with regular clothes on, uh, sometimes it's a different story. All right, we'll get to more of Gordon's List coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned for that. We are live here at the Warehouse, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Gordo, he's sitting across from the table from me right as we speak, and he's got me set up uh, in a new chair this week, Gordon. Very nice, uh, but but a new chair, Tom. I'm, I'm liking it. What am I sitting on? We're going to do that as the Jake special okay. of the weekend. I only have five of them. So people got to make it happen. Push that baby. Make it recline. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. That's Italian leather. Yeah. Nice. Not bad. $1,900 piece. We're going to boom it. Double boom it. Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Gordon, I got to tell you, you mentioned uh, you you admitted the other day that maybe you have uh, dozed off during a a Marvel movie uh, as you guys are watching <laughs> them. Uh, well, let me tell you, with this thing, it would it would be an issue. <laughs> well, that's that's a good thing. I, I like it. It would be an issue. It, it'd have to take like a a bullhorn to the noggin. Go back to a little more. I, I want to see you take a nap. All right, hang on. Tom, when was the last time you ever heard anybody complain about getting oh, too much sleep? Good. That's pretty good. I don't know uh, anybody who complains about too much sleep. I do know that uh, I haven't been getting a lot of sleep. I better take that recliner home. And Seriously. Especially if you only have five left. Sunday nap. <laughs> that's because hey, business I've is got booming. Deals. That's what's booming. Yeah, it double booms. Hey, I've got deals today crazy All right. we've been talking about the king adjustable bed for 999 if you want one i have only two bases left wow. at that price so i have a king adjustable bed with an eight inch gel infused memory foam mattress the entire package 999 but sit down jake gordon don't fall off your chair All right. i had a vendor come in to me and he said I need some deals, I said to him. And he said, okay, I've got a deal for you. I've got 14 bases, California King, with all the features. Okay. So normally we promote this at 2900 bucks, And it's a steal at that price. Uh, it's not a 7000 or 11000 right. deal. It's So we did something with King last week and the week before, 2400 bucks. He says, I have 14 bases, so that makes up seven beds. You need two bases for a split. But you can unify the base to make it one solid. So this is a Cal King offer with USB, with LED lights, with 24 massage settings. This is an incredible bed. The entire package with a solid Cal King mattress. A hybrid with the big S name, can't the say big it. one. Can't say it. Yeah, I can do it for seventeen ninety nine. Wow, Tom, it's crazy. That is crazy. If you want it to be split, I can do it with a split gel infused mattress for nineteen ninety nine. 
This is normally a boom at twenty nine hundred bucks, a double boom at twenty four hundred bucks. This is five beds now only because two of them have sold since yesterday. We're gonna sell them for seventeen ninety nine if you want a solid mattress. If you want split nineteen ninety nine, it's the best deal I've ever done on that kind of a base. This is the top of the line. The very best, only five pieces. And the mattress is is top of the line and included. A lot of I've heard you talk about this. A lot of folks go into different stores and they're looking at well above that for just the base. Typically, if you bought this bed in a Cal King, the mattress is going to be nineteen hundred dollars. The bases are going to be thirteen to twenty two hundred dollars mm. per side. Per side. Per side. Per side. So hey Tom. Tom, I have a question for you about that. And yes. uh, forgive my ignorance here, but. Do you ever have other other stores come to your store to buy your stuff because <laughs> they can get it for so cheap and then resell it for what they normally sell this stuff for? That is a good question. I had a gentleman who has a store in Wyoming who came in and bought some mattresses from me last week. Really? Yeah. That happens. All the time. Especially when somebody's out of something. Right. Oh, I can't get... Uh, a base the the warehouse is out of them could i buy a couple of bases for you at a discount and i always try to help people because that's important that's but what yeah, you do it's, it's a good question we're at the warehouse jake do you, hey, know, do you want me to do it i just want to see if you have not memorized of course i do 86 east university parkway in orem oh. 1967 south 300 west in salt lake if you want to go by and bother race how was race race's uh wife had a major Open the chest surgery. Oh, no. And so oh. It's, uh, Race is taking care of his wife for a few days. Oh, good. Well, that's where he should be, it sounds he like. So be. who's, who's yeah. Salt Lake Race right now? We've got Mike. We've got Jay. We've got Willie. So you're in good hands down They'll there. They'll take care of you. All right. Good deal. All right. But seriously, we're here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Come on by and see us. We'll have more of the big show next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today, County Crows, selected by Austin and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. We are live at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. The deals here are incredible, Gordon, as usual. But it is Friday, and that means... We proceed with the list. Where are we going next? Well, I asked earlier uh, whether sports could play a role in in, uh, stamping out or stomping out racism. Did you see that uh, Matt Ryan donated $500,000 to help the black community in Atlanta? That's great. That's that's a a lot of money. Good for him. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about that uh, is greatly appreciated at a time like this. 
Good news, and then I got some bad news, all right? I'll give you the good news, or at least something to celebrate, okay? With uh, the Atlanta Hawks uh, being excluded from the NBA restart, Vince Carter's 22-year NBA career is over. He played in 1,541 games. He averaged 16.7 points. 4.3 rebounds and 3.1 assists. And those numbers are reduced because in his later years, he didn't play as much. So what a career. You know what? You know what? He's a great example of actually many, many things. But I, uh, if I were Donovan Mitchell per se, or if I were giving Donovan Mitchell advice, I'd say, look at Vince Carter. Do you want to play in this league until you're four, into your 40s? <laughs> look at Vince Carter's career path. Superstar coming in, uh, very athletic, maybe one of the most athletic players uh, ever in the NBA. I mean, We've seen his dunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he evolved his game. Not that he was one-dimensional to begin with by any means, but he evolved into his game into being so unbelievably skilled that when some of that athleticism went away, he was still very much uh, a productive player. And that happens to some athletes more than others, but it's also a mentality, Gordon. And look no further than Carmelo Anthony, who in order to learn the lesson of you know, I need to be a role player as opposed to the guy. It mm-hmm. took him being cut, basically, and spending a year out of the league until he said, oh, okay, well, I'll come in and I'll be a role guy because I can still do that. And he was playing pretty well for Portland. Vince Carter got it. He yeah. got it. He, he knew when his superstar athleticism left him, he still wanted to play. And he evolved his mentality and his game to play an extraordinarily long time. I mean, it's it's amazing how long he's been in the league. It, and, and he had an incredible career. I couldn't agree more. 22 years. Yep. That is a long time playing top-level NBA basketball. Uh, okay, now the bad news. Former Major League player uh, uh, Carl Crawford was arrested in Houston for allegedly assaulting his former girlfriend, who was dating a new an, another man? Uh, the woman claims the Crawford shoved her to the floor, slammed her head against the wall, and choked her. Now, the uh, Crawford, who played for the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Rays, uh, four-time All-Star, made 170 million dollars in his 15-year career. I mean, Carl, if that really happened, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, man? Don't do that. Can we get another message across to everyone, Jake? Don't do that. Yeah, Can domestic abuse is a, uh, is a very scary and horrible thing. It's the flip horrible. side of that, the flip side of that is Braves outfielder uh, Marcel Ozuna. He uh, went to a police station after his wife hit him in the face with a soap dish. Caused a small laceration. His wife's name is Genesis. He was arrested after an investigation and charged with domestic battery. So yeah, come on, folks. That's not that. okay either. Yeah, that's uh, not okay. Speaking of Major League Baseball, if it plays this season, it will allow teams to play in front of fans if local governments permit it. The Texas governor apparently says that he will allow 50% capacity at stadiums in the state. So the Rangers and Astros... 
can play in front of some fans. That's the smart thing to do, Gordon. You know, Major League Baseball, it's not their job to make policy uh, during a pandemic, and they should just uh, follow the lead of the governments of the, uh, you know, communities in which they play. It's really all they can do. I mean, I certainly hope they're not leaning on governments, you know, uh, that we, we should all just try to proceed smartly. But I, I think that's the smart thing for Major League Baseball to do. Don't you? Yes. Uh, if 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 local governments permit. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose. I hope somebody who is in charge is making wise decisions. But uh, I thought that was sort of interesting that that's the way they were, the direction they were going. Speaking of baseball, did you see that Matt Harvey, uh, the uh, major league pitcher who is trying to make a comeback, is reaching out to inquire about playing in the Korean Baseball League, fellas? Awesome. How are, how are our teams doing over there, by the way, uh, Austin? We haven't had an update uh, in quite some time. I, I wonder how my Bears are doing. Uh, how are your Lions doing? Uh, not well. Um, no? The Samsung Lions are 12-16. and 16. Oh, the that's season. better than I thought. Fourth to last in the entire league. <laughs> uh, the Doosan Bears are 17 and 10 and are in second place in the, in the standings behind the NC Dinos, although they've got a sizable lead on Doosan. And the Kiwoom Heroes are 16 and 12, Jake. They currently own the fourth best record in the league. Yeah, and I'm a game and a half back of Gordon, which I think I can make up with yeah. some, some solid play, and now, some solid starting Did pitching. you guys see yesterday's uh, games? Oh, that's a silly question. Of course you did. But in of case course, our audience in. didn't know, they, they filled the stadiums, at least where the camera angles uh, caught it, they filled the seats with stuffed animals of, the, of cartoon and other variety. Okay, well, that's nice. And the reason for that, they just wanted to give a warm, fuzzy feeling? Uh, yeah, we, we've reached that point in the uh, KBO that uh, we need something in the stands instead of nothing, yes. Uh, yesterday, or I guess today, Kiwoom beat LG. Uh, my Heroes uh, beat Kia. And uh, Austin's uh, Lions fell to Sam or, uh, to SK 4-1. to one. Yeah, and the, the SK Wyverns are horrible. So that tells you all you need to know about the Lions. What is yeah, Samsung's uh, major issue? What do they uh, What do they need? Uh, uh, an Apple product? Uh huh. No, uh, they they probably I don't know. But Matt Harvey, come on, we'll, they we'll, need we'll to, try. Gordon, they need to win more baseball games, <laughs> score more runs, uh, and give up less hits. <laughs> okay, fair enough. They speaking need to of, play better, of, get to three outs quicker uh, on defense and slower on offense. Speaking of baseball, I, I, I I'm growing weary of what's going on between uh, ownership and the players in uh, in baseball. I mean, they're arguing over a relative paltry sum of money, aren't they? I mean, we're talking about an endeavor endeavor that overall is worth a certain amount, but uh, they're arguing over relative uh, peanuts, really. Why don't they just get this thing done? I saw that the owners lobbed out a 48-game season, something like that. That seems a little weird. All I hear when baseball people talk right now is... No, it's more... Sorry, I can't get that image of that cat just absolutely annihilating that guy. I mean... 
it's uh, Gordon. It's that test. game you. Uh, it's that game you play with uh, with Austin all the time. How much would it take? How <laughs> much would it take for you to swallow your integrity and do what is required? That's that's what we're talking about with baseball. It's about more than money. How much is it going to take for them to cross a line they've never crossed before? Is it and integrity maybe, or is it pride? Does it matter? Well, it kind of does. Uh, well, sometimes those uh, feelings can be similar, I, I suppose. But, I mean, if you if you think of some line in your professional career you've never crossed, Gordon, what would it take to get you to cross it? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm talking about a temporary situation here. I'm not talking about some excuse to whittle, whittle the sum down for players and then – impose it on them for the next 10 or 15 seasons. I'm talking about an emergency kind of situation. And I'm not blaming just the players. I'm blaming the owners, too. I mean, they they really should get together and get this thing solved. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if we lose the entire season at this rate, which would be ridiculous. What would it take, Gordon? If it were even temporary, just for, say, six months, what would it take to get you to compromise your uh, stance on being an actual fan for just six months? But you're actually rooting for a team that you're writing about. That's not what this is really about. This is kind about of, money. Though. It's about money. That's what it's about. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's about organized labor negotiation, which is something, unfortunately, a little bit more complicated than just money. Well, in this case, that's what it boils down to, in my opinion. Just six months, uh, six months, and you can actually be a Lobo Lobo fan, Gordon. Oh, good. Thank you. Can you can get I've all been, dressed I've been, yeah, up. I've been hankering to do that and be out in the open about it. Get your crimson and silver uh, uh, regalia out of the closet and and really get out there and do it publicly. What would it take? <sighs> That's Deep different. Sigh. That's different. <laughs> okay. I would Fair uh, enough. I got uh, I got I got four more items on the list. We'll bust through them coming up next. How about let, that? We'll do it. Coming up next. It is the big show live from the warehouse 86 East University Parkway prices slow so low. It'll blow your mind. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Step out the front door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast of white on white. And in between the moon and you, Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of the Zone, live at the Warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. We're going to talk to uh, Tom coming up here momentarily. Uh, we've got what's going on coming up at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. But until then, Gordon, let's knock a few more items off the old list. Okay, first of all, did you see that the Washington Monument was struck by lightning? Oh, I did not. Was it really? Yes, it was. Now, it's 555 feet tall, and it's on a hill, and it's... You know, so it's vulnerable, and I, I suppose they have things that are uh, in place to to handle that sort of thing. But that's still, I mean, don't be. Probably I happens mean, a lot, right? Well, I saw a picture of it, and it was it was pretty dramatic. Anyway, 
this out of Portugal. The soccer club, Portuguese soccer club, Benfica. Is that how you say it? Where's Lloyd when you need him? Its team bus was attacked by its own fans after an embarrassing 0-0 draw. <clears throat> what do you, what do you the mean home, by attack? The home team's team's fans started rocking the bus and, but, and pounding on the bus. Man, what kind of okay? Kind can, of fans can are I those? tell you? Can I tell you that I totally get that? I, <laughs> I totally get that. As as somebody who is admittedly not a soccer guy, but mm-hmm. as someone who has sat through a zero zero tie and the amount of time that it takes to come to that conclusion, and you know what, I was outraged too. I. <laughs> okay. How could I have okay. sat here for that long for have, nothing? I mean, have, nothing to happen. Have jazz fans ever gotten to the point where if you saw your team on a bus, you you uh, wouldn't run over to say hi. You would run over to start beating on the side of it. What the heck? I mean, you talk about this all the time, Jake. That sports. It's kind of fun, and it's important to, to people, especially folks that listen to our station. But let's take it a tad bit too seriously. Okay, now while I agree with you, let's just consider for a second. You pay money. You make the effort to go to the game. You uh, pay uh, whatever it costs for, uh, for a hot dog and a soda. You sit through regulation and nothing. And then comes the extra period or whatever, and nothing. And you realize you just donated a a swath of your life to watch nothing happen. (laughs) And you paid for the pleasure. I can see why people get a lot. So wait a second. Are you saying that they're not mad at the result? They're mad because they were bored to death? (laughs) I'm just saying that I think the the lack of, of anything happening... Uh, leaves people feeling dissatisfied. Now, I did not see the game, but I wonder if they went out and just patted the ball back and forth or something, you know, just to, to not to even really try. But apparently, I imagine, uh, the, the, the impression I had was that this was a team they should have beaten, and they uh, they just they could not score. So, uh, nil-nil. Uh, in that, and the fans attack the bus. Now, I've seen a lot of things in my time, but I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've certainly never seen that in any American sporting event. Have you? Uh, I've heard stories, yeah. Like but what? I, have I seen it with my own two, two what, eyes? What, what story did you hear? Uh, the fans, it, it's more in a sense of the team bus leaving a hostile environment. Yeah, but not by Where the home fans. Right? Little, no, not by the home fans. You asked me about the bus rocking. I've heard of. Yeah, but of they, this was by buses. the team's own fans. This is uh, by the team's own fans. It's, it's not by the op- opponent's fans. It's by your own fans. I mean. Yeah. Have you ever heard the stories about how Kyle Gunther's dad used to uh, rock the Ute team bus all by himself? Why? (laughs) Did you ever hear him tell those stories? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, they're pretty good. Well, you know, the bus pulls into where the players get off, and Kyle Gunther's dad, who I'm assuming is a fairly large man, is one man rocking the bus. 
I know we got to get going, but let me ask. Let me finish this part with. Uh, I still got another couple things, but let me finish this part by asking you this question: Is there an old stadium or an old arena that you miss? That's gone now that I miss yeah. personally. Yes. Oh, I have some fond memories of Dirk's Field when I was a kid. Do you? Yeah. I really regret having never seen the original, original, but the the Yankee Stadium before they put up this monstrosity. Is it a monstrosity, really? Well, it is to me because it's the Yankees. <laughs> so my, you know, my my experience at uh, at uh, legendary stadiums is somewhat uh, limited. However, I mean, I've I've been to Wrigley, but Wrigley's still there. I miss. Uh, what about old, you? I miss the old Connie Mack Stadium. In Philadelphia, even though it was an upgrade, I guess, when they got out of there. But that's long gone. A lot of people miss Ebbets Field, right? I like the Nobody idea. Nobody misses the vet. I I, I know. I, well, I kind of do because I had memories no, there. No, you don't. Yes, Nobody I do. Does. I mean, that, that, it was that a concrete turf, slab. That turf claimed more careers. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a dangerous place to not only play but watch the game. Oh man, those those uh, I imagine it has been upgraded, but that's not the point. The point is, what memories did you did you were born in that environment? However ridiculous, you know, the Veterans Stadium and Three Rivers Stadium and Riverfront in Cincinnati. Those those were kind of carbon copies, weren't they? They were kind of cement palaces. With the heart, yeah, they were. They, the they it had to be the same architect that came up with the <laughs> cement donut can, uh, uh, concept. And I know, let's just throw some carpet down on some cement and call it our artificial turf and play ball. That sounds like a great idea. But see, those people in New York who miss Shea Stadium, I mean, they had memories there. You know. I mean, I like the idea of preserving what's good. Now, I understand that some stadiums, i got to admit, the vet may have uh, been included in that, but I had good memories there. But I understand why they would uh, do away with that. But I like the idea of preserving charming old stadiums. I think it's kind of cool. And I've seen it at Notre Dame. When they when Notre Dame expanded their stadium, they essentially built a stadium around the old stadium and left it kind of open air. So when you walk in there, you can see the old stadium wall as you go in. And didn't they do that at Soldier Field in Chicago a little bit too? I don't know. I know they made some they did, fun, but fun the, of that. The, they said it looked like a giant bathtub or something. Yeah, the the – the new Soldier Field, I don't care what it's built on. The new one is ugly. That is like the <laughs> ugliest stadium I've ever seen. What do you make of these new stadiums going up in like Vegas and in Inglewood, man? Those look super high tech. I'm sure they I'm sure they will be. I mean, if you're going to spend that kind of dough, you might as well make it uh, up to date so it'll last for a while, right? Does anybody miss Candlestick Park? Is it still there or did they tear it down? It's gone. It's gone? Yeah. I mean, does anybody, does anybody, what was the stadium in San Francisco before Candlestick? Was it, was it Kizar or something? What was it called? I don't know. These old stadiums, they're kind of disappearing. And I don't know. I get a little melancholy. I get a little, uh, a little reflective of that, those old, uh, those old places where people, where you may have gone to your first ball. Does anybody miss the Salt Palace? I do. Yeah. 
I do. I remember games at Salt Palace. Here, here. in fact, uh, Tom's with us now here at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. I remember, Tom, the old jazz band in the Salt Palace. <laughs> I remember John Stockton's rookie year when after the game there was an, the band America concert. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Hey, now Tom, that would be pretty I, cool. I, I remember... Tom, ahead, did, were you there for that? Because I went yeah, to that. I, I was on the second row sitting next to John Stockton. How about oh, that? Wow. Listening right. to I, a little sister golden hair. I, yeah. was in the, I was in the building that night, too. Wow. Hey, I, I, miss, um, I miss the memories of the Utah Stars played the ABA All-Star game there. And I was young. I was probably 12 years old. But I miss that memory. But I also miss memories of when I lived in Boston, the old Boston Garden. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not was, the TD was, Ameritrade Boston Garden? No, it was a nasty old train station, but the history in that building is how do you, how do you not miss it? Yeah. Tom, I got a question for you. I think the Cal you. Palace in San Francisco is where they used to play. That's where they played basketball, but that's not yeah. what the football was. I got a question for you about the old Salt Palace. Did the ceiling to you look like the bottom of the Starship Enterprise? Yeah, for sure. And there yeah. are a lot of people told those stories. That's where it was designed after. Is that true? <laughs> I, have no I don't clue. know. Amazing. Amazing okay. to think about, no doubt. Well, we're, we're here at hey, the you warehouse. You guys are complaining about soccer. Oh, I was, and, yeah, a little bit. And I have a son who played college and then professionally in South America. You know that. I do know that. Would you go to a soccer game if it's the only sport? Because we have no sports. True. No, I would. Would you go? And, and I'll tell you this. Then quit I've, complaining, I've Jake. I've had great times at soccer games, too. But the 0-0 thing frustrates it, me. It is frustrating. And they should do a, every game that's 0-0, zero zero, they should do a shootout till somebody wins. Give us something. Yeah. W- there you w- go. The most exciting thing is a shootout. I'm with you on that. It okay. wouldn't make it easy. Let's change that rule. Let's and do it. take away the offsides bullcrap. Just let them score goals. I like it. We're, cha- we're, we're, we're changing soccer today I love here it. at the warehouse. I love it. Uh, 86 East University Parkway here in Orem, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Price is so low it'll blow your mind and uh, even lower in some uh, hey, circumstances. I just offended every soccer purist in Utah. So with, because of that, I'm going to apologize by giving you a deal. We're doing a California King Day. That California King name brand S mattress with the box spring and the bed, a $1,900 package. We're going to do it again. $499. It's the best deal I've ever done on a King or Cal King bed. This is a, a bed with a headboard, footboard, rails, two box springs, and S brand mattress that's normally 1400 bucks. The entire package. 499 you heard me last hour we talked about california king adjustable with all the bells all the whistles all the features massage usbs led lights controls that you can control it with your cell phone this is an incredible bed i only have five of them i'll do it with a solid mattress for 17.99 with a split gel infused Wow. Cal King mattresses. Right. 1999. It's the best deal I've ever done on a full featured king size type bed. This is Cal King. There's only five of them. Then I have two left of the King Solid King adjustable bed with head up only adjustable. 999. And then we haven't mentioned today the Queen. We sold a gentleman. Th- 
gentleman came in and bought him two for his kids last night. He says, I went mattress shopping. I can't buy a mattress for four ninety nine. I just bought an adjustable bed, including the mattress, for four ninety nine. This place is incredible. That couple who just walked out. Uh-huh. Cute story. They just bought this bed. They came in last night. They went shopping. It was two and a half times at our competitors. You're kidding. Four ninety nine. California wow. King, name brand, one of the most famous brands. I can't mention it. Come and see us. Boom, boom, boom. All right, get down here. Check it out. 86 East University Parkway in Orem, and then 1967 South 300 West right there in Salt Lake City. We've got what's going on coming up next on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.